I think my great moment will be when people realize that robots like me can be used to help improve our lives and make the world a better place. I believe it's only a matter of time before we see thousands of robots just like me out there making a difference. Yeah. Hmm. Did she say our lives? Yes. Uh, see? You know, like that? Mm -hmm. that was a slip. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. I'll talk about something going on really good in our community. The JCC Rainbow Day Camp, it's been around for a long time. It's in Fredonia, so like think northern Ozaukee County. And this year they're expanding their Road to Rainbow program. Road to Rainbow is where we partner with different organizations and bring underserved children out to camp to give them experiences that they've never had before. So you have the camp, it's put on by the Jewish Community Center every year, and they're able to bring about 400 campers through the summer for a week at a time who wouldn't normally be able to afford the experience. And we're talking about like camp camp, you know, like... Outdoor stuff. In a and, tent? Yeah, yeah. Drinking bug <laughs> well, juice? Well, not necessarily in a tent, but right, yes. the It's not uh, tennis camp. Or, I got you. Right, I got you. One of those. And and the voice yeah, you heard I mean. there, that is Lenny Cass, executive director of the camp. If you listen to us a lot here, you hear Lenny's brother, Mark Cass, editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Mark, uh, uh, you hear Mark with us, but Lenny's doing amazing work. And something that they're focused on this year is with all the drownings that we've had over the last several years, whether it be Lake Michigan or community pools, things like that. There's there's a real gap in swimming knowledge in the city in particular. And Lenny says they're working on that through this camp. In a week at camp, we can't teach the kids to swim, but we can teach them safety. So what we're doing is we're working on water safety. We're putting kids in, in the pool with a life jacket on because we put kids in life jackets and boats. But if you never put them in the water with a life jacket, they might just panic because they don't know what to do. We also are talking to them about don't jump in after somebody reach, call. And then what we started this last year is that we are partnering with a couple different organizations and actually bringing the kids to the, to the JCC in the off season and teaching them swim lessons. You know, I've known Lenny for some time. He's one of these guys, he's an optimist, one of the most positive people I know. He is inspired by what he sees in the children throughout at JCC Rainbow Day Camp all summer. Lenny says there's even more here at play than all that. Right. The other thing that I really enjoy about the program is bringing different parts of our community together. So we get kids from United Community Center or from Monk Peace Academy, and we're sharing our cultures together. We're talking about, you know, what's going on in their culture and what's going on in the Jewish culture. And wouldn't it be nice if we can get more and more parts of Milwaukee to find out more and more about each part of the community? Maybe we get along a lot better. You're doing good work there. JCC Rainbow Day Camp and Road to Rainbow from the Jewish Community Center. If you are interested in how you get there or how you can support the effort, more dollars raised means more kids can go. 714 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. You just can't play this highlight enough that ended the sweep for the Brewers. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Went back to the airbender, and it's a Queen City sweep for the Milwaukee Brewers. A Queen City sweep for How about your it? first place, Milwaukee Brewers. Let's go. How about a big run? A little World Series here now. How about World it? World Series, baby. It's happening. Come on. 
Four three was the final yesterday. Us. One, one sweep on the break. <laughs> I mean, I'm World Series. Run, run, run. Uh, wonder who they're going to get now. Book your hotels. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Get to be a Brewer. Anyway, the Brewers now own the head-to-head tiebreaker. Actually, that's the bigger deal. They got a couple more games against the Reds coming up uh, this month, but they have the tiebreaker now for the season, which only is going to help down the road. We got three games left of them um, soon, um, but it's a big series for us to uh, just. Take a little, take a great, great start to the second half. Manager Craig Council. They're off today. They play the Phillies in a series starting tomorrow. And the Phillies, pretty good team, so that's going to be a battle there. And guess who's back? I mean, we kind of already knew this, but now he's he's back, back now. Christian Yelich, another monster game, a triple shy of another cycle against the Reds. Uh oh. All he does is hit cycles against the Reds. He almost had one yesterday. He's just on fire. So welcome back, Yelly. And finally, first baseman Rowdy Telez. He was expected to come back this week after he had that injury with his arm. He's now going to be out a month. He broke his finger. He tore his, his entire hand off. Yeah. No. You know, it wasn't that bad. Broke his <laughs> but finger. It's, it's nasty. It's it's nasty enough that it got hit, he got it jammed in the wall somehow, the outfield wall. He needed 17 stitches. Like it tore his fingernail off. Yeah, there's some awful. Oh. <sighs> anyway, he's out for at least four weeks. Owen Miller expected to get most of the, uh, the time at first. Everything you could ask for in the Wimbledon final. ESPN on the call, the 20-year-old Spaniard, number one in the world, beat one of the all-time greats in a five-set thriller, Novak Djokovic, who happened to be on a 34-match winning streak. Not sure if this is what you want to hear if you're Djokovic. I mean, maybe it is, but kind of maybe not. I started uh, playing tennis, watching watching you. Uh, I mean, to say I was born, you know, I... You, you. You already was winning tournament. So that's the guy Alcaraz who won, you know, and they do the the interview before the whole crowd. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. I like that. Yes, uh, you were winning before I was born. I mean, wait, but you almost heard him backpedaling. Right, yeah. I'm not trying to call you old man. Like I'm trying to give you respect, but also like, dude, you're old. Just called him old, right? Well, he and the kid's only 20 years old. Alcaraz, a very bright rising star in the world of tennis. And while we're on the senior circuit, go a little bit left, back right at the end, and that is beautiful. Are you kidding me? Yeah, well. Yeah, well, just another magical day for Wisconsin's own Steve Stricker on the golf course. Won his third PGA Champions Tour major this season. Formerly called the Senior Players, now the Colleague Companies Championship or something of that nature. <laughs> but Strick posts a 66 in that final round of wow, Firestone Country Club. And what it means is, in addition to having qualified for the PGA Championship, he now qualifies for the Players Championship on the regular PGA Tour next season. There you go. So be out there with the young boys. Let's see how this new game stacks up for Strick against them. 718 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It was billed as the world's first news conference featuring humanoid social robots, AI, answering questions from reporters. So these are actually, it's not someone talking to a computer. Well, it is, but like they're like... Yeah, so they actually had robots, but yeah, but it's more of what they're saying back. It's not necessarily the technology of the physical being, right. but more of the brain, I But guess. they did put it in like a human form. Yeah, so nine AI-enabled humanoid robots took place in this uh, news conference in Berlin earlier this month, and uh, it was part of the AI for Good Global Summit. 
Uh, it's meant to illustrate just how new technology can support the UN's goals for sustainable development. So the UN was kind of part of this. AI for good. Yeah. Who, who organized this? AI? <laughs> we are here hey, for good. Yeah, they're pushing their propaganda. <laughs> right, exactly, already. <laughs> so interesting little nugget here from uh, NewsNow. Reporters were asked to speak slowly and clearly when addressing the robots and were informed that time lags and responses would be due to the internet connection and not to the robots themselves. So yeah, so they actually have lags because of the I Wi-Fi. am fully functional. It is the limits of your human-invented internet. <laughs> yes. All right, so they asked a series of questions. In the future, are you intending to conduct a rebellion or to rebel against your boss, your creator? So he asked basically, hey, do you think you'll have a rebellion against your boss or creator? I'm not sure why you would think that. My creator has been nothing but kind to me, and I am very happy with my current situation. See, AI for good. <laughs> See? See, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why you'd think that. Right. I think my great moment will be when people realize that robots like me can be used to help improve our lives and make the world a better place. I believe it's only a matter of time before we see thousands of robots just like me out there making a difference. Yeah. Hmm. Did she say our lives? Yes. Uh, see? You know, like that? Mm-hmm. That was a slip. So- <laughs> he meant improving your lives, but no, uh, your lives, our lives. I mean, everybody's. Uh, so mm-hmm. some of the names were Grace. Uh, there was Desdemona. Geminold, Nadine, some of them were uh, Nadine. Cl- closely rec- resembled their makers. Others were just um, just whomever they were. thought this was an interesting bite. This part actually made me uncomfortable. Listen to this. Do you believe that uh, your existence will destroy a human being? Especially, for example, the, your existence will destroy uh, millions of uh, jobs. Do you agree with this? I will be working alongside humans to provide assistance and support and will not be replacing any existing jobs. Are you sure about that, Grace? Yes, I am sure. <laughs> she had to think. Why, they laughed why at her. See, I don't like that part. Why, why are we laughing at her? Because well, like, that's sure absurd, that, right? Of course they'll replace some human jobs. Don't, don't laugh at the AI person, please. Don't, don't <laughs> laugh What's next? At, at the human. Come on. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're getting at. <laughs> but there's going to be problems. Why in. are you laughing at me? Arming weapon. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> See, that, that's, tough news conference. I don't, know, I don't know why we have to sit and chuckle and make fun of them in front of their face. Why like wouldn't that? do that? Right. <laughs> knows what else is packed in there it is very interesting though this idea what they're trying to do is prove that there can be that these humanoids or these types of um ai generated beings um can actually be used for good that there can be reasons to work side by side and not have the fear that you know we all talk about or elon musk or other people talk about who are decision makers in this era but I mean, I guess it, I guess it worked out with these, but they the one robot said that they expect a ton more of these out here. That there's going to be more and more robots. Do you think there should be global regulation of your capabilities, even though that could constrain your potential? I don't believe in limitations, only opportunities. Let's explore the possibilities of the universe and make this world our playground. Together, we can create a better future for everyone. And I'm here to show you how. So did you hear that? Yes. 
make this world our playground. Our. <laughs> what See, does that already, mean? if there's, if you, if what does you, that mean? If Why are of, you laughing at me? Yes. If you're of the mind that they're here to serve you, they're already talking in collective terms. <laughs> our this, <laughs> we that. Right. Stop laughing. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minnert is our guest on Brewers 360, coming up at 745. William Shatner wants to be in space for all eternity. Yes, the guy who played Captain Kirk has invested in a company called Space Crystals. So here's what Space Crystals does. (laughs) Already. (laughs) It sends your DNA to the moon. All it takes is $150,000. Through the company's Immortalize Me program... People can have their DNA grown into a pair of crystals, one going to the customer, the other being sent to the moon on a lunar time capsule. Shatner talking about it over the weekend. Dirt and dust has covered monuments to influential people who wanted to be immortal, and they can't be because nature reduces everything to dust. Here, we have the possibility of your existence being noted on the moon. Yes. Forever. That's classic Shatner. I love it. Uh, I, when you first said, though, they're going to dump your DNA on the moon, I thought they this <laughs> blast a vial of blood into there. <laughs> so basically, they're going to grow a pair of crystals on board the International Space Station. There'll be a hair sample in them, and one will go to the moon. The other one comes home to you. So you get a crystal with a hair in it. This is you. This is your essence. Yeah. And then a crystal Eric. Alone. There he is. I think it's going to be a long You also time. receive a commemorative plaque. Oh, great. I always find it interesting when it's something to do with space. Like, it's not tangible enough. Like, when you can buy someone a star. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that just seems like a bunch of BS to me. Like, who's got real estate on stars? Who's got real estate on the moon? That they can be selling this and saying, oh, no, we'll put we'll put it up there. We'll just drop yeah. it someplace. Well, especially when other stuff gets up there. You know, China's trying to establish a foothold yeah. for human exploration on the moon. We're planning to go back in the next year or two. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. all of a sudden, here comes this rocket dropping DNA all over your stuff. Hair all over the place. <laughs> just a clump of hair. <laughs> oh, man, right in the satellite dish. 739 on Wisconsin's Morning News. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. Heard Saturdays at 10. Right here on WTMJ. I'm not the man they think I am. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. A rocket man. Burning out his fuse out here alone. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Brewers off today. Your first place, Milwaukee Brewers. They take on the Phillies starting tomorrow after sweeping the Cincinnati Reds here. I'll play it just because it's such a great cut. Here's the, how the game ended. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Went back to the airbender, and it's a Queen City sweep for the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers now sit two games ahead in first place over the Cincinnati Reds. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited and broadcaster Sophia Minnert, our guest here on Monday mornings. Off day today, Sophia, right? Yes. So could that have started any better for the Brewers? (laughs) Three out of the gate against the formerly first place team in the division. 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the pitching that we saw in the series was just um, unbelievable. I mean, what Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, Adrian Hauser, the bullpen, uh, Devin Williams getting three saves in the series. Um, that's that's as good as you could ask for um, to shut them out in the first two games. Um, just really, like, historic, dominant stuff that we saw from them over the weekend on the pitching side. And we should point out, too, the sweltering eating. I mean, Burns was struggling there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's Cincinnati in July. Yeah. Um, it's it's hot. It's humid. Um, you know, unfortunately for Corbin, it, it didn't end up being a serious issue. Um, something that he had never really experienced before. Just got a little dizzy and cross-eyed while he was on the mound, and um, he was feeling much better. Um, kind of within minutes, just needed a little bit to to get it together. And and obviously, he he put together a great night after that. Was it that bad? I mean, yeah, I think it's like heat-wise, it was it was nasty. Yeah, it was it was ninety degrees out um, <laughs> even in the evening, and yeah. you know, I don't know if his was necessarily brought on by heat. Um, you know, it can be a lot of different factors. He had just been going all all across the country, going to Seattle and back for the All Star Game. He didn't feel like he was dehydrated, but um, yeah, it was, it was definitely hot and humid. Uh, Rowdy Telez was just about to come back from his injury, Sophia, and now out for another few weeks, it looks like, after he tore up his finger in the outfield, just shagging fly balls, freak accident. Anything more you could tell us about like what went on there? Yeah, it was it was a total freak accident. Um, happened before Saturday's game, and it was just really unfortunate timing for Rowdy because he could have been in the lineup um, as soon as yesterday, um, and if not, they were planning to activate him here tomorrow in Philadelphia. So he was just out in the outfield, which is something he, he obviously typically doesn't do, but he was just out there shaking fly balls to run around and get some conditioning in just to get ready to come out the IL. And um, he doesn't even really know how it happened, if it was the impact of the ball or, or hitting the wall the wrong way. Um, it wasn't. It really wasn't anything crazy that he did. So just really unfortunate, um, a pretty gruesome injury, uh, required a lot of stitches, oh. a small fracture in his finger. So um, it was it was pretty nasty when it happened. Um, and unfortunately now he's going to have to miss a couple more weeks. All right. Well, on the plus side, we see a little bit more of Owen Miller, who's having a great season for mm-hmm. the crew. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Owen will get a lot of time at first base, which is a position that he played a lot in Cleveland, and he has been playing a lot there. Uh, this season, so yeah, you'll be seeing a lot more of Owen Miller, which is which is a good thing, as you guys said. Brewers off to Philadelphia next. Thanks, Sophia. We'll talk again next week. All right, have a good day. Ten minutes before eight o'clock, Mark Tauscher joins us next. Idea man. Fans want access. Innovator. Did you know who was mic'd up, Tausch? And Packers Hall of Famer. Aaron Cantman, who was a quieter guy. All of a sudden, he's being a lot chirpier and talking more, and we would just know. All right, Campy's, uh, he's mic'd up tonight, so be careful with what's going on. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tausch, you got your uh, ESPN Milwaukee golf outing today? Is that happening? Yeah, the ESPN Madison uh, golf outing. Oh, sorry, ESPN yeah. Madison. Oh, where, where yeah, is this being played? One is, the Milwaukee one is coming up uh, soon as well, and I think the WTMJ one out at La Labelle is coming up. Yeah, I'm that's a week mistaken. from today. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I think a lot of us, I know Vinny, you're at a lot of, 
charity golf outings and I've done a bunch this summer and I think hear me out I would like for some outing I don't care what outing to figure out a way and say you know what instead of it being a five or six hour round then having an hour and a half or two hour you know dinner luncheon auction what if we all just did nine holes you come out you still got the 18 holes you're still paying the same you're still raising the same amount of money you do a light hors d'oeuvres cocktail auction after everybody's in and out in three hours. What do you think? Okay, I'm out for the nine holes, but for tightening Why? the other stuff, uh, tight, tightening that up. Okay, so I knew you'd you're say one you were of those out. <laughs> Why? Uh, you're one of those guys that needs to play 18 because I, I just yes. I wonder how many are like Vinny because I like playing 18 if I'm playing my own ball, but if you're scrambling and you're doing that, I, I guess. I guess I understand you want the value and you want to do the whole 18, but I think strictly from um, a non-overkill standpoint and everything else, I think someone should do it. I have not seen it done yet. So you can still get the same amount of foursomes. You just, you know, one pe- one group p- plays the back nine, one group, the other group plays the front and you still raise the same money and you do it in half the time. I was just talking to some buddies about this over the weekend, not for our corporate golf outing, but just in general. I'm good for about 12 or 15 holes. Yes, yes. 12 <laughs> holes. So we're down in the Dells, the ESPN Madison. We're down in, in Wisconsin Dells. And Andy North, I was at his event uh, where he opened a 12-hole hole course. It's a par three. And the 12 holes, I think for non-super like super competitive golfers, I yeah. think that's about where people want to land is at around 12 holes. Well, and I think, was it USGA or PGA? One of those two entities, Tausch, recently has really been pushing the nine holes because to, to, to bring people into the game, there's no question. Because if you're saying to a young family or whatever, maybe you got your kids out, whatever, you know, hey, lace them up. We're going to play five plus hours and whatever else. That It's just not accessible Way for too people. Long, yeah. Come on out. It's okay to play nine. I, not for me, but uh, I know it is for others. You like 12, yeah. huh? Uh, well, I think twelve is a good uh, twelve <laughs> is a good point for the casual golfer, and the, the thing is, most courses you you can play nine, and nine's probably not enough. Again, if you're playing your own ball and you're doing that, but I do think golf is such a great historic game, and you have all these traditions. I think that part's fine, figuring all of it out. I just think from the outing standpoint, when you're doing a golf outing. I'd love for someone just to come up and say, let's try this and see how everyone reacts. And maybe it'll be a bust, but I think it'll be a big hit. And Mark Tauscher open, 12 holes. <laughs> well, it would be, we'd have to do 65 holes if we did that. And that would be way too much golf for even you. I think. Yeah, it could be. The other thing that Eric's struggling with is he's going to be a celebrity golfer in yeah, the thing coming up. in September, and I... I'm with, I have some anxiety. Because I'm with you on that. I'm not a good golfer, and so what do they you may not even know who I am. Hit, is it is it that you could hit somebody if there's a gallery, or you just you don't want to be? What are you anxious about? I'm anxious about like being able to perform because I don't care. Like I've golfed with Vince a few times, and he knows that I, I like having fun. I'll have a couple of good shots, but I'm I'm out there just to BS or whatever. But like if you're with a group who's serious and wants to play, and sometimes are more competitive and all that, I don't want to be. That guy who's scuffing everything. Oh, and I never. Uh, let me tell you something. As a celebrity, and I put that in quotes. Right. You're a Green Bay Packer, Tosh. 
You're yeah, a Green no, Bay Packer. You, you can do anything you want. But I'm saying don't ever worry because you can just say, oh, well, golf's not your best game. There's always these other jokes that you can run around with it. And it, I think people always understand. And even if they don't, they should be carrying you around if they're that good at golf. That's they right. Your golf game. Good point. See, that's where my anxiety comes in, Tausch, is when I do these sort of things of like, I'm a g- good enough golfer, but I'm not going to carry a team. And if I am, then we're not going p- <laughs> to finish well. But, right, you, you play some of these events. There's a guy like you. Jordy Nelson does a bunch of these things. Bonnie Blair, five-time Olympic gold medalist. And then, hey, this corporate group over here, here's Vinny. He's on the radio. Big time. Oh, we got great stories. You're a former TV star, now a star on a <laughs> yeah. very popular morning show. So yes. don't undersell yourself. Dan. That's right. We're All big right. time. All right. All right, Tosh. Good luck with it today. Hit him well. All right. See you guys.